Hi, this is Lucy Arnaz. You're listening to TV Confidential. On the line with us is Fritz Coleman. Fritz Coleman, Emmy Award-winning broadcaster, veteran, stand-up comedian, and the honorary mayor of Toluca Lake, California. Fritz's new one-man comedy special, Unassisted Living, is available for free on the Tubi channel, TubiTV.com. One of the other famous residents of Toluca Lake is Bob Hope. Uh, you interviewed Hope a couple of times uh, while you're at uh, NBC4. Plus, you appeared on on one of Hope's specials along with Brooke Shields. That's exactly right. I worked at NBC, which was it's not any longer over there. Now it's on the Universal Studios lot, but in those days it was NBC Burbank at uh, 3000 West Alameda, and that was the same place where Bob Hope and Johnny Carson did their shows. And because I was a comedian and because I was a resident of the area, every time Bob Hope would do another Christmas special, which was literally once a year, uh, they would send me over to his house in Toluca Lake to interview him about the special to, just, to, to sort of promote it. And, eventually, and all of these specials had a theme. And one year, the Christmas special was HNN, the Hope News Network. <laughs> And I was invited to be the weatherman on the Hope News Network. And so I got to do a gag with uh, uh, doing a weatherman with a pointer and a, and a map. And then I got to be Brooke Shields' boyfriend. And her father was Tony Randall. And uh, I can't remember the lady's name who was, who was, the, who was her, her mom. And we did these sketches. And I'd been on The Tonight Show eight times. And my parents were not huge Carson fans. My father was not a never. I don't know why, but never a huge Johnny Carson fan. But when I did the Bob Hope special, I had arrived in show business, and my parents began to look at me in a completely different way because I was a guest on the Bob Hope show. That's what turned my family into recognizing that I was in real show business. That was funny. I have a friend named Bob Mills, uh, Fritz. Uh, Bob wrote for Hope the last fifteen years of of Hope's performing career. He told me something that you confirmed with your own experience with Hope. When, when you interviewed him, Hope, Hope was old physically. You know, his body was failing him, but his mind was sharp as a tack. Oh, man. Uh, I'll do the setup for the sort of the, the failing physical aspects of him. When I would go interview him, he was very vain. He was half blind and could not hear. But he wouldn't wear hearing aids and he wouldn't wear glasses. So when you interviewed him in his house, and they always set it up in the same place, you would be in his den, and they had a microphone in front of you. You're literally four feet from the man. You would have a microphone that went directly into an earpiece, and so you were sitting close enough so he could at least see your shadow, and he could hear you talking because he just couldn't hear. But we're doing the Bob Hope special, and I'm taping a bit. Uh, weather forecast, and it, I, they had me as kind of an old-school weather guy, where the weather map was uh, like a, a various states using a pointer. I mean, weathermen haven't used a pointer since the 50s, but, <laughs> but I'm doing this. And so they're taping my little... And I was, you know, starting to improvise a little bit and tapped the weather map. And when I tapped the weather map, California, Nevada... Oregon and Washington all fell off the map. 
<laughs> and I stopped, and the cameramen are laughing and everything. And suddenly, out of his dressing room, Hope's going, cut, cut. And he comes out on the stage, and he said, we're going to keep that video, but I want you to ad-lib a line now. He said, we're going to voice this over your physical presentation. Just say, well, it looks like Nostradamus was right. And it was such a funny line because that was the time when Nostradamus was predicting that California was going to crack <laughs> off in an earthquake and go into the sea. And it, my hitting that map and those states falling off was a complete mistake. He was so sharp that he came out of the room and ad-libbed that line. And it, was, I, it blew me away. I said, boy. He might be like, he was in his 80s at that point, but that, that, that mind is sharp as a tack. Fritz Coleman's on the line with us. Fritz Coleman, four-time Emmy Award-winning broadcaster, veteran stand-up comedian. Fritz made uh, eight appearances on The Tonight Show throughout his career. Fritz's new one-man comedy special, Unassisted Living, available for free on the Tubi channel, tubitb.com. It took you three tries to make your first appearance on The Tonight Show, but the reward for that was uh, had something to do with Linda Ronstadt, if I remember correctly. That, that's exactly right. Well, there were a couple of rewards for that. First of all, what you're talking about is, if, if people are old enough uh, to remember The Tonight Show in the last century, the comedians always performed in the same spot. Uh, if you think in terms of 1130 to 12.30, the head, Johnny would do a monologue, and that would go until about 20 minutes of 12. And then he would do what's called a desk piece, where it was a piece of humor from the desk, where he'd look at, you know, items or something. And that would go until about 10 minutes of 12. And then they would invite the headliner guest on from about 10 to 12. And if all went according to plan, the headliner would stay on until 10 after 12. And then the, the stand-up comedian would come on for six minutes. And then after that, there would be a third guest, usually a musician or something like that. Anyway, I was booked on The Tonight Show. The first time I was booked, Charles Groton was the headliner, who was a very funny man. Mm -hmm. But Charles had difficulty drawing stories to a conclusion. <laughs> so he, he, he went long in his segment. So Fred DeCordova, the executive producer, came back in the dressing room and said, we're not going to make it. Uh, we're going to have to rebook you because Charles Grodin went long. And so that's a big disappointment because you call everybody on the planet that you know I'm going to be on The Tonight Show. So I got booked again. The second time I was booked, Heather Locklear was the headliner. And Johnny was just flirting shamelessly with Heather Locklear. I guess she had to had some recent surgery and Johnny was complimenting her and you know, and just making a big deal about it. And they had this sexual chemistry. So her segment went long. So I got bumped off the second time. And again, I had called everybody on the planet I knew, all my family members, even people I couldn't stand from high school. It was my big victory moment. I called them and said, I'm going to be on The Tonight Show, you son of a gun, so you better watch. So the third time I got on The Tonight Show, I finally made it on. And... Linda Ronstadt was the headliner. She was the, you know, she came out and she had a new album out or something. And before the show started, I'm a very nervous person, so I do a lot of pacing. I was walking around behind the curtain pacing and sort of um, lip-syncing my jokes to myself. And Linda Ronstadt is 
getting ready to be introduced. And she knew who I was because she had been dating Jim Carrey for a while and used to come to the comedy store who I was. So I was really nervous, and she stood there and watched me pacing him back and forth in front of the curtain at the Tonight Show for a while. And she came up to me, and she said, come here. She just put her arms around me and held me in her arms for, I mean, like 60 seconds. And it literally drained all the nerves out of my system. It was like it was therapy. She, uh, she, I just relaxed. It, I, I, I will, to this day, say it was the most maternal thing that any person had ever done to me. She was so lovely and supportive. And she didn't say anything. She just said, she said, come here. And I, she just hugged me, and it took all my nerves away, and it was a great performance. The thing about it was I finally made it in Tonight Show after my third booking. I didn't even call my family. So <laughs> I, I can't call them again. I have to. Listen, if I'm on the Tonight Show, you'll find out about it. I'll send you a videotape, but I'm not going to call and tell everybody to stay up to 1130. And I finally made it on, and it was great. But she was, I have, uh, she was uh, like an angel. Just a lovely, lovely human being. It still is, but now, of course, there's Parkinson's disease. Fritz's new one-man comedy special, Unassisted Living, is available for free on the Tubi channel, tubitv.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One more item. Summertime is in full swing, and if you have dry skin, you know what happens when the weather gets warmer, more visible lines, and dullness. Fortunately, our friends at Ibu Beauty can help. Their Super Duo Serum and Moisturizer is all you need this summer for the perfect glow. Check them out, ibubeauty.com. That's Y-I-B-U, beauty.com, or at Ibu Beauty on Instagram. Use customer code Ibu50 now at checkout and receive 50% off your first order. Fritz Coleman also co-hosts, along with Louise Palanker, Media Path, a podcast that not only takes a look back at what has defined our media over the past 50 years, but takes its listeners on a journey of remembering, learning, and reevaluating our shared memories and histories. Each episode of Media Path also includes conversations with a wide range of guests that include uh, such luminaries as Henry Winkler, Grammy Award-winning songwriter Diane Warren, and congressional leader Adam Schiff. You can check out Media Path, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever else you find podcasts. Who are some of the guests you have coming up uh, on your show? Well, let me tell you, you know, we, we record our shows on Tuesday. Last Tuesday, we had Jerry Mathers. Ah, the beaver. And his mom who is 96 years old, and his wife, Teresa. It was so fun. And his mom is as sharp as a tack. She remembered specific dates about his auditions, about his TV shows, about his movies. First of all, Jerry is maybe, next to Henry Winkler, the loveliest person in show business. He has, he has no enemies. Every person we asked him about, he said, well, he's a really nice guy. He has no venom in him, in his whole body. And he just appreciates the fame he had. He was, he was so much fun to talk to. And we talked to his mom about, you know, keeping a kid sane and keeping his feet on the ground in that in syndrome where sometimes child stars don't end their child stardom well. And how was she able to do it? And she related that to the fact that her husband, who was no longer alive, was a high school principal and knew how to deal with kids and knew how to 
keep Jerry and all of his siblings' feet on the ground. I mean, it was so much fun. And when I was a kid, Leave it to Beaver and the Lawrence Welk show were the only two shows I was allowed to watch on television. <laughs> so me, it, it was a really wonderful conversation. And my co-host, Louise Palanker, is a early television savant. She knows all these facts and developed a, a Beaver uh, trivia contest and Jerry and his mom were playing. It was really a lot of fun. That show drops today on Media Path Podcast, so check it out. If you have any memories of Leave it to Beaver from your childhood, you will love this conversation. Media Path Podcast, available Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you find podcasts. Fritz's new one-man comedy special, Unassisted Living, available for free on the Tubi channel, tubitv.com. We'll play more of a conversation with Fritz Coleman at the end of our second hour, among other things. Fritz will tell us the story of the circumstances that led him to talk to Marlon Brando. Plus, we'll talk about his upcoming one-man show that he'll be performing at the El Portal Theater here in Los Angeles through November. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we'll take a quick time out, then we'll pay tribute to Star Trek creator Gene Ronberry. we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Please stay with us. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.